Wow. 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 We should sing with it. Welcome to the All That's Holy Blue Collar Podcast. All of them. Thought-provoking interviews with interesting guests and commentary on everything. Food, sports, God, gardening, church, politics, music, movies, comedy, you name it, we talk about it. I'm Cody Stopper. And this is Craig Morton. On this podcast, we talk to writers, teachers, activists, and we seek some wisdom. And as always, we are allergic to big words. But not some big ideas. Profound things will be said, but entirely by accident. <laughs> okay, so the so the caption on there was uh, yeah. you know going along as uh, through that intro. Profound things will be sad. <laughs> We've got some sad profundities to to uh, to share. So I don't know what they are, but they will be sad. You know, one of the things we should add to the list of things that we'll talk about. Yes. Beard uh, care. Oh, I need to do better on mine. I mean, there's just do you do you do you brush yours? Do you comb yours? Uh, brush. Oh, okay, yeah, I do too. Yeah, but yeah, and then you've got a you've got a nice color to your beard where oh. you know it, it's a it's a blend in kind of color. <laughs> uh, I've got to make sure that I'm wearing you know fabrics that match. You know, so I've got I've got a gray sweatshirt, so my beard if I you know the hair matches but i got if i'm wearing black or something like that i got all these white specks around it looks like i've been playing <laughs> with a dog or something like that that's and it's, true you know, I'm, the, I'm the one who's shedding so it's not you could try to blame it on the dog but everybody knows everybody it's knows you it's, it's your beard yeah heck yeah all right I, so hey here goes the uh starting the sesh this is it. Open. Uh oh, I'm in, you're oh. inviting me. Hey, timer's ticking. What's going on? Oh, it says uh, I've got two minutes to to answer this random question. Oh no. What recent trend are you totally on board Ooh. with? Ooh. Oh my gosh. I'm so untrendy. I don't even know what the trends I are. I know. Is there? Is there? <laughs> okay. I got. I got. I got. I got one. I got one. Okay. Okay. So there's this. Um, new cool thing okay and i don't keep up on a lot of computer technology and all that kind of stuff very often yeah uh, but i you know i do it as far as you know helping out with productivity has sure. to do with work you know helps you format a lecture for a class or grading things more quickly whatever that kind of stuff like so that's usually my entry into technology and one of the things that i discovered it's like i think i'm going to keep going with it is um there's this little thing. It's just about the size of um, a stack of cards, playing cards, a little bit larger than a stack of playing cards. Yes. And you can use it to send quick messages to people. You can you can use it like a telephone. You, there's not even a rotary dial on it, it's and you can phone. make phone calls and get phone calls back. I think it... it's. I think I'll. I think I'll stick with it for a while. Is is it your phone? Your smartphone? It well, it's a it's a cellular telephone. Oh my god! Wow. What will they so, think of next? Oh, I know. 
I know. Next thing you know, it you'll know, you'll be able to go someplace and there won't even be a cord attached to it. Oh, you don't have a cord on yours. Wow. Look at mine. Look at wow. I got one too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, so, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, here's <laughs> mine. But I got a cord because you I you know, if you if you take the cord off, you lose it. So <laughs> that's true. That is true. You're so I'm totally funny. I'm totally on board with that. Craig yeah. is on board with the trend. Is, the that, new is trend. that a trend? Is that a trend? <laughs> All right. So I got mine. I, okay. Well, to, if I'm going to answer the question, yeah, um, you're going to answer the. You're you're going to jump in. <laughs> is your time up? Yeah, I gave up on my time. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> trend. What trend will I? Okay, I actually this is maybe more current than the trend you're talking about. Which is, uh, so AI is a big part of the conversation, right? Has been for a year now. I think whatever chat GPT celebrated its one year birthday. Yep, yep. Here's a trend I like. Is um, people pushing back against AI a little bit. Right. Quite a bit. And what I mean by that is, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, what I mean by that is, so people are adopting it and using it for, for things. It's going to be a part of life. I get that. But it seems like a good number, a great number. In fact, I'd say a tipping point number of people are digging in their heels and pushing back against it being used to replace art, artists, create creative producers, mm. uh, those types of things. So. Yeah. So I you're on like board. That. You're I'm on, on board. board with it, but but, too, but not totally. I'm on board with the trend against using oh, okay, it. Got it. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It seems like okay. a, a good number of people have said, "No, no, we like it's no. Don't replace the artists. Don't replace the people. Give people artists their fair share." In fact, I think did the strike. The strike finally ended. Correct with the the writers. The oh, screenwriters, yeah. Right, yep. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. So, yeah. But I know who knows. Maybe it's inevitable, and that it will still happen anyway. But it sure seemed like a lot of people came out in support of the artists and creators. So, oh yeah. yeah well, and and you know, artists, creators, writers, they can use AI mm -hmm. to develop their project, but there you go. don't let somebody replace them. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's okay to use for yourself. So you're stuck on a sermon. You don't know what to say. Sure. Go to AI and say, hey, how would you talk about this? There you go. Or to generate an idea. And yeah. then, yeah, 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 yeah. I did hear, I was, uh, this morning I read or somebody was talking about that some of the AI, because AI is based on, it's still technically, by the way, it doesn't auto-generate. It did, right. you still have to feed it. And it is currently feeding, right? Of course, it's you know, the internet and the internet's always ongoing, but it is starting to run into, somebody said that this is starting to be true, that it is feeding on its own created works now. Yep. Yep. And so yep. it's like a copy of a copy of a copy and it's just getting like less clear, less, you know. <laughs> can, can you hear the music? I can't, so I'm done, I'm through. Yeah, yeah, so I, I kind of like this sesh thing. It's like, I'll start putting music in there to tell you it's time to be quiet and move on Shut to the next Shut up now, topic. Cody. <laughs> Wait, so you've heard that too? That it's starting to uh, feed on its own? Yeah, and so there's something that's called um, um, AI hallucination. 
And it's when the AI creates things that are completely bogus, right? You know, and um, gives you an answer that it's completely convinced is correct, but it's completely wrong. Mm-hmm. And part of that, I guess, might be kind of feeding on its own misinformation, right? Um, but you know, I thought you know, kind of along with that topic, maybe a way to, you know, I'll also deal with uh, some of that AI generated stuff. Did you hear in the news? I saw it this morning uh in the news that the band kiss is on their farewell tour they're done they're not going to be playing live anymore oh wow i mean they're they're all i mean they're they're what in their 70s maybe 80s yeah. even. i don't know how old they are but they are they're you know they're up there but they just said that you know they, they're not going to tour anymore but what they are replacing themselves with oh, are uh computer generated avatars that will be playing concerts oh boy and so I, I don't know how much you pay, but you can go to a venue and watch <laughs> Kiss perform live. I'd put that in quotes, you know, live. And I don't even, I I can't imagine what it would be like. I don't think it would feel like live music. No. You know, where there's an improvised solo that extends, you know, beyond. And, you know, it's like, yeah, I think it's. So that's, that's crazy. That's where it's going too far. Um, I maybe think. I think unless so. unless that's all you want is the classics, then just turn in tune into the classic radio hits. Yeah, or just whatever, turn, you know. turn turn on the album. Wow, digital avatars of themselves—they'll be the. Yeah. Huh. All right. Well. So so uh, let's let's talk a little bit about Advent. Advent, it's that time. We're already. Yeah. I just we just did and first Sunday of Advent yesterday. We we did, and I hope you did it correctly. Um, uh oh. You know. Um, <laughs> So Uh-oh. one of the one of these ideas about assumptions and you know theological assumptions, I wanted to turn that that theme kind of toward Advent itself. Yes. And I just listed a number of possible uh, themes because every Sunday of Advent has a theme, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. And so, which which theme did you have for your to guide your your service? Ours was hope. Oh, you did it right. Way to go. Good job. Good job. <laughs> yeah. All right. There's not a set. I, I thought there's not really a set. Way. Yeah, or but might there be? Oh, I don't know. I mean, oh, I don't know. I, you know, but I tend to. I guess I do always start with hope. So I I listed a bunch that I found. Yes. Um, okay, I see here. Joy, it, peace, it's love, in hope. the order that I found them. You oh, know, really? Yeah. So I scanned the internet usually for the least traditional ones <laughs> what the serpents what <laughs> but joy peace love hope okay I mean, it's all the themes but it's kind of disjunct is that a good word yeah it's, usually, kinda, it's not the flow that normally goes yeah usually joy is like near third joy is always the third yes. in the traditional sense because it, it because it's got that fancy french name right yeah uh, godet yep godet and um, and the pink candle. That's right. Yeah. The off-colored candle. And so I also found hope, justice, peace, and joy, huh. which I thought, okay, peace, that's cool. Where's the uh, love? Without justice, there's no peace. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but where's the love? Where's that's the love? Great, that, that's a great song. <laughs> um, <clears throat> then I did find one that was simply peace, 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 peace. peace. peace, peace He's peace, like, peace, okay, peace. find a theme, stick with it. Okay, driving um, home. 
then one this was is... faith, hope, joy. Got joy on the correct, you know, Sunday. There you go. Mm -hmm. But it extended to make sure Christmas Day was in there. Love sure. and light. Christ All right. So light. it's like I can okay. go with that. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Light the there Christ light candle. Yeah, yeah. Prophecy, promise, fulfillment, and faith. Oh boy. Like, like I don't know. I mean, uh, I mean, I can yeah. see that. That's an unfolding of this the story, maybe, perhaps. Perhaps you know, a little but bit. Mm -hmm. it, it also sounds overly churchy. Yeah. Um yeah, no but, kidding. Yeah. Uh signs, savior, okay, serpents, <laughs> what? Long. I was like, I this is yeah, somebody I mean, who's like, we've got to get all S's. Yeah, well, that and I just kind of thought serpents. Serpents. Oh, that's, that's John oh, the Baptist. John is it the Baptist. crushing the head of the serpent? Is well, that it could the... be, it could be that, but it's like, who warned you? Oh uh, fruit of vipers, sure. you know, to flee the wrath to come. Okay. And, and then Merry song... Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> song has got to be. I'm thinking Mary's Magnificat, maybe. Yeah, that could be it. That could be it. Maybe. What about saviors plural? Saviors, yeah. I don't know. I'd have to think about that. And oh. uh, then waiting, Wait, preparing, yeah, yeah. singing, laboring. That one's kind of interesting. I like that. Yeah, yeah. We could. The uh, one thing I like, I like about right. that one and kind of the traditional, you know, hope, love hope peace love hope peace joy love i mean what i like about those words those are words we use right that's right people can I mean, instantly get some recognition on those yeah yeah and and mm -hmm. i just added a last one thinking it might be helpful <laughs> and you know it just i i think it'd be fun to add create a a, a liturgy around these four themes <laughs> wear wash rinse repeat oh boy wear I wash think. rinse repeat <laughs> that's funny Blow dry, get blow dry in there. Oh yeah, blow dry in there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, then you could extend it to Epiphany. So you know, there you go. Christmas tide up to Epiphany. So although you know, it is becoming more of a thing that many churches now are extending Advent away from four to six weeks, and they start earlier. Well, you know, the I I did that with my uh, with my with our um, Christ. The King Sunday, you know, the, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. the Reign of Christ Sunday or the however, you know, it's termed. But because yep. I I moved all the way to the humble Jesus thing rather than the victorious Jesus That's coming right. through charging, you know, with, with right. this kind of kingly kind of thing that people expect. Around that king and the bloody and, king. And, and so I really think you could probably use the lectionary itself to move in that direction as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think yeah. it's there for sure. I uh I don't push back against it on uh, uh, Christ. In fact, uh, this year, when we were preparing, all of us forgot that November 26th was Christ the King Sunday. And we just assumed it was the first Sunday of Advent. Because normally, in a normal year, it typically, it seems like the last Sunday of November is yeah, the start. Yeah. Yeah. And talking about odd years or abnormal uh, i i'm trying to remember when was the last time this happened i could probably yeah. look it up that chris <laughs> but the fourth sunday of advent is christmas eve yeah it, it has so to have are, been a while are you having a morning service and then an evening service we are yes yeah. we're we're doing it all baby yeah i mean i i kind of like to you know yeah. uh I, I got nowhere to go I don't know where to go. <laughs> when we were, when I was pastoring in Kansas, so we would, you know, maybe that was, this might've been the last time that happened. I don't remember, but we always had Christmas Eve service and Christmas morning service. Oh, I love it. 
And I really appreciated the, you know, it made it more of a kind of a sacred season. Yeah. To me, it just drove my kids nuts. You know, it's like, what? We can't open our gifts. We got to go to church, you know, it's like that kind of thing. And, <laughs> and we got, you know, can we go just go in our pajamas? And probably should have said yes to that one. That would have been a fun but, one. But yeah, yeah, I think, you know, that was, that was like boom, boom, boom. And if I'm not mistaken, maybe I'm blending memories together. That was probably when we did that was the finest Advent Christmas season, I recall. I mean, I've got some really fond memories, but I'm probably just taking all those fond year, fond memories and piling them on, on top of one that season. That could be, huh? So, <laughs> we like to do that. That's what we do with ancient memory. That's right. It all becomes one Christmas. That's right. <laughs> that's why we've got only one gospel, right? That's oh, wait, right. Four. Not, wait. Yeah, oh, but, oh. Uh, okay. Oh. Yeah. So speaking <laughs> of Advent, Advent yes. songs. Yeah. Are we over to that already? Well, we might as well be. I don't know. I mean, it's jump to it. It's down I, on your order of service oh, here. It's, it's it's further down. Way down there. Okay, After we'll skip that out. updates and the okay. Patreon commercial. Okay. All right. I'm glad you're looking at the entire outline because I just yeah. <laughs> so, well, we'll, but I mean, we're we one. are on the topic so, of Advent, so let's so. go back on the topic then. Yes. Okay. Does it matter? Does I what mean, matter? To have uh, a theme oh, this order? through Advent, yeah. Well, I, you know, there's, I, I, I think it's it kind of depends on what you're. I suppose you're trying to do, right? Maybe as a pastor or church, or even just in your family home, are you trying to tell a specific story and get to a certain point? Are there certain themes, and is there a point you're trying to get across or just an experience that you're wanting to engender you know maybe maybe it matters in that regard like you know yeah. not just willy-nilly like okay let's see what the next day is now but maybe you're trying to build a cohesive theme throughout which you know so so do you have a worship committee that works with that to kind of figure that out or do you yeah just kind of... more or less we do have a uh uh a team, so to speak, of people who are began working on it quite a while ago. Uh, but they do, and I'm only one component of it, right? I'm just, right. Uh, just, and I'd like to. Well, they they want to make it fit in with what I'm going to talk about, but sometimes I'm behind the ball and they're ahead of me. So, <laughs> uh, so sometimes I craft my message to what they're doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean. Mm-hmm. And even if I'm the one doing the planning, I still try to craft my message to what I thought, what I think I'm doing. Exactly. Right. Um, Exactly. And usually I don't know what I'm going to say in a, in a sermon. (laughs) Until Until late in the week. Oh yeah. Right. right, Exactly. Um, You got to leave room. Yeah. And then it's like, oh no, I didn't use the word hope enough. It was hope week. Oh gee. (laughs) Let me just say hope, 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 hope. There. I got, I got. I threw in the hopes. I said shocking hope quite a few times because that was the goal I was going for. It's a shocking hope in the middle of, you know, so much going on. It is shocking for us to say, no, God hasn't given up on this world and isn't going to send it. Because the first Sunday of Advent has some pretty apocalyptic messaging or can. I love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And I said, well, it's not about, you know, what we've talked, we talk about here all the time. It's not the end times. It's an unveiling right now of the truth, what God is up to right now, not throw up your hands and say, it's all screwed. So let's walk away. (laughs) I I talked about discount uh, books uh, in seminary from the Judson Press warehouse. So. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. We we used Let's to see be if able I can to make buy, that connection. We used to be able to buy books by the pound if they were factory rejects. You know, oh wow! The cover was backwards, or some pages <laughs> were missing, or there were black blank pages, and that's Ooh. where I went. Is that, oh you know, we boy! Have, we we have these stories that we think we know where we're going, and we get to the next page, and there's nothing there, and so we like wait it. expectantly, hoping that something will be revealed. I like and it. So, that's good. That's good. So I put yeah. I put hope and revealing along with imperfect books so oh that's good i used a story of a spilled a a exploded gallon of apple cider oh that's good that's good (laughs) how did that work well because so i we let uh the the apple cider got left out overnight in our living room of all places and on our TV stand of all places. And so it exploded because it's live. This particular style of apple cider is still has uh it's ferment, you know, it can ferment in there. Like and it's super freshly pressed. Fresh squeezed. Stuff. Yeah, it's right. You, super yeah. freshly pressed stuff. That, and yeah. uh <clears throat> so anyway, it swelled and exploded and got all over the <clears throat> and I when I found it, I was like. I there's no way I'm going to be able to clean this up or fix this. And so in the Isaiah, I use the Isaiah passage where the guy's like, essentially, ah, please come down here and help us fix this, basically. <laughs> you That's know? good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so that, the idea that, of, yeah, it, I was just going to say just the idea of like recognizing that, yes, sometimes there are messes that are so far beyond just our own individual power to do anything about that. We need each other and we need God and God working through all of us to fix, <laughs> fix this, clean this up. Was, was the TV salvageable? Did oh, it seep yeah. into and burn any? Oh, okay. That's good. So. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep, yep. <laughs> so next week is peace. So maybe I'll take your your uh, apple juice story and we'll use that for peace. And you can have my uh, bat, you know, imperfect like book. That was good. You can that use that for, for so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I, you know, sometimes though with this whole liturgical cycle, I, I don't even always know what the goal is at the end. Yeah, because, because I really think there has to be one. Right, and that's okay, right? Because I, I. I try not to, I mean, obviously Advent, I always try to make sure we understand that the Advent isn't necessarily about, although of course, seasonally, it's about the, we're leading up to the birth of Christ, but it's actually a longing for and a looking forward and expectation of, you know, a a coming again, a return. And, uh, and, you know, we don't need to separate those two because you can put the two together. I know that it can get murky but at the same time we're banking on we're longing and hopefully expecting based off of what god has already done so it's it goes together i mean it fits. so last week there was a a, a um, preview of a class that trip fuller is putting on mm-hmm. yeah, and, got to, yeah and uh, dealing with advent themes and uh, my 
my main complaint is that I wish it was back in August or September. Oh, right. Exactly. Right. But one of the things that I really liked about the conversation is this idea that the coming of Christ is not about the birth of him at one point in history or the second coming at a you know separate time. That's right. And that the idea of the cosmic Christ is this presence of Christ that is always potentially bubbling up in every That's situation. Right. God is on the loose right now. Yeah, yeah, and the other the other phrase that they use that that I built on, and I think I'll probably be carrying this phrase actually through the through the season of Advent, is God did not break in, hmm. God broke through. Ooh. And I played around with that, and the idea is that for me it was, you know, it's not as if in the age of exploration people jumped on their boats and they landed on a piece of land that had not been there before. Yeah. It wasn't a new thing that all of a sudden appeared. It was a discovery of something that had been there all along. That's so good. That's and right. if if Jesus can continually become present, become known, it's not that Jesus all of a sudden appears. That's it's right. more like we notice that Jesus has been here all along. That's right. Uh, and so, and if it will fill, you know, because you maybe had your blinded eyes or you had your head down because you're only focusing on whatever you know right but it'll feel like a birth but it's you know it'll feel like a born again moment yeah. but always it, being born and it goes with that 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 word for revealed the apocalypsis mm -hmm. it is this thing that's revealed it hey it was there we just pulled uh, back the carton uh, look at that yep yep yeah. so good, good yeah good, so good. it's fun I, I i do i do enjoy working on sermons <laughs> Me the too. delivery i don't know that i'm stellar but i like all the other thoughts that go along <laughs> with it. yeah the yeah. aha moments absolutely yeah. actually i had a friend i helped a friend with a uh, class he's he's in uh, i think it's with it's either foley's folder seminary or maybe it's western seminary i can't remember which one he's in but it's online and he's doing a course on preaching and part of their course is you have to create a at least a, a class, one session class about a topic concerning preaching. And he chose transformational preaching or preaching for transformation. And he crafted a session walking through, you know, first, you're exactly what we're doing here, you know, your own underlying assumptions. So a group of us preachers and pastors met him online on Zoom and he right. presented a session uh as a practice and then he had to get feedback and then he took it back to the class and uh <clears throat> anyway he started with the assumption like what are your assumptions as a preacher when you get up when you sit down to write your sermon or when you go to stand in the pulpit do you actually assume that it will lead to some change in people and it was surprising how many people were like no not not really i think they're either gonna not even remember the minute they, they leave or right, right. or that I don't do anything in the process. So I don't assume anything because it's all God. God does it, not me. And I was like, I was one of the only ones that was like, man, when I sit down to write a sermon, I uh, write a sermon or work through sermon, I can't, I couldn't get through it if I didn't have some excited expectation of like, hey, somebody's going to connect with this this yeah. week and somebody's going to get something from it and somebody you know like this is exciting for me yeah and i was like the only one the rest were like nah not really <laughs> I so like, i oh. i 
I challenge myself though, because I, I that expectation that it's going to make a difference is because mm-hmm. I've had these aha moments and then it almost becomes a projection. It's like, don't you see it? Come on, this is so cool. <laughs> and and that makes it really hard. That's not a yes. really good way to preach. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. hey, don't you see this? Come on, what's wrong with you? This is exciting. And they're they're glazed over because they had a yep. hard week or whatever it is, you know. But also and, I've done this long enough that like, I also know the stuff that I'm like, excited about isn't always what connects it's something else someone and i'm like but that's happened enough that i'm like yeah. something's gonna happen even if it's not the thing i was <laughs> you know what are the, along with this topic though this reminds me of uh i mean kind of our expectations of preaching and, and the significance of those moments uh i remember some workshop my you know my first pastorate i was at i forgot where i went but you know continuing ed kind of thing and I remember the presenter saying, hey, do you remember what you had for supper, you know, like three weeks ago on Tuesday evening? <laughs> right. uh, no, you know, not, not I don't have a clue. And it, he was his, his point was, you don't have to remember it. You just know that it got you to the next meal and to the yeah. next one. And Ooh. sometimes that's all we can ask for for our preaching Ooh. that when it when it's there, it may not be memorable. Yeah, but it but it has a sustaining effect, perhaps, to get somebody to that next place. That's right, exactly. It's like so, it kind of taps down my expectations that you know every every Sunday is going to be a bunch of fireworks and you know right. people you know yeah 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 rushing out to save the <laughs> world. Me. So yeah, <laughs> yep yep yep, I agree. All right, well <laughs> you know I've had to extend this agenda item uh, ten minutes almost. So oh boy, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hit next agenda item before okay, we end up getting the closeout music. <laughs> And this one moves into sports updates. There's a bunch oh. of sports stuff that that I've been been thinking about. I don't know. Have there been a bunch of sports stuff you've been thinking about? Well, I'm kind of rooted right now because of fantasy football and the uh, yeah. the closeout of the regular season. And I need, you know, it's all selfish personal stuff. I need certain things to happen so I can make the playoffs, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, so <laughs> let so um I did. I there was a little bit of little, very little. But hey, if anybody wants to use Facebook, be in touch with us. But there was a little bit of conversation about our cricket conversation last week. Yeah. And um, I found a YouTube video that we, you know, probably I'll put the link to it. It was a like a one or two minute video on how cricket is played. Oh. It's like, wow. And it was really helpful, but I'm not going to play it now because you have to see it, really. You know, that's right. Uh, but it's yeah, people they just run back and forth. There's 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 like, it's like imagine, imagine running from home plate to second base. Okay. But there's another batter on second base. What? And so and so if the bowler throws it to you, at home plate or the batter's box, and you hit it. Okay. You run to second, and the guy who's on second runs to home. <laughs> and 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 I think you just keep running back and forth as long as the ball's in play until somebody gets it or something and throws it back to the bowler for the next pitch. So how did how did the guy get on second? Oh, he starts there. So there's basically two batters. <laughs> okay. okay. So I'm not sure if you if you if you know because you're what you're doing with the bat is you're defending the wicket so okay. that yeah, the a, bowler or pitcher is trying yeah. to knock them over and so you don't want the bail which is these things on top to get knocked off the wickets <laughs> okay and i'm guessing that you know if 
you you mess up and they you know the wicket gets hit or something like that then yeah, the bowler turns around and throws it to the guy on second and lets him have a shot oh boy i'm not really sure but oh, okay anyway it's <laughs> but they just run back and forth and, but if, but if you catch the ball in the air yes you know it, while you're in the outfield then they don't run anywhere and it's it's an out and i don't know what happens next so <laughs> man okay but it's it's a game and it's a sport uh, and, and, and and some and people it's, get it and it's athletic well 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 so okay now, well i will try to figure it out at some point and we'll have to have some maybe what do we, we should have a cricket player on perhaps let's we should uh, and have them try to teach us oh. <laughs> how to how it's done you know hey do you do you know any do you know any uh british or uh indian or you know hmm. south african preachers maybe we should connect with i bet if i scratch my head about i bet i can find one yeah, we might we might need to get a little international here. So, <laughs> okay, we'll so figure here, it out eventually. Here, here's something. Here's something else that I thought just for fun. Yes. So, last week was one of the most popular sports around the world, right? And that's where we got to cricket. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, what is what are what's what is um what are the ten sports that pay the most? Pay the most. And now this would be an average for all those who participate in that that level of professional sport. Okay. I believe is how it's worked out. So the average, you're saying it's the average player? Yeah. So it the way it's worded is this this writer says, I've ranked the top sports for average athlete salaries. Okay. Professional athletes are. Yeah. So it's yeah, all professional athletes. So it's not everybody who plays football from, you know, flag football in fourth grade all the way up to, you know. Mm. Now, do team. they incorporate in their in his formula things like um endorsement deals and all that? Yeah, no. Uh look, it's right here in this first line. Uh, oh. in this post. Let's see what it says. Um, including how much they earn from endorsements, okay. which it turns out is usually an absolutely insane amount. <laughs> oh, yes. The bulk of some of them, their salary yeah. is going to be. Uh, uh... And now this was this was written. Uh, I don't know if this was written. Uh, looking for the date on it. Oh, boy. This might make uh, it is oh, 2023. So, oh, okay. All so, right. so I think it's dealing with professional sports, but you still have this deal now with you have some. Uh, so amateur sports because of NAIL who make more than they oh. will when they go to the professional league, but that's not in here yet. <laughs> okay. Yes. So. Factor then. Okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to say All right, so what, okay. out of the top 10, what is the, what is the lowest paid of the top oh, 10? Lowest. What's number oh, 10? Geez. Oh, let's go with something like, um, gosh, uh, uh, <laughs> Probably not a racing a running. That could be a running thing. They, I don't even know if they'll be in the top ten. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> let's go like with. Um, uh, oh, it's a classic. It's a classic. Classic. Sport. Yeah. Has a long tradition. Okay, like uh, boxing. Got it. 
Yeah. <laughs> the average professional boxer makes $37,000 a year. What? Thirty-seven. Like, that doesn't even pay for your medical insurance. You know? Oh, geez. Oh, that's rough. That is rough. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How about also uh, race car drivers got to be in the top but, 10? But it includes also the highest paid boxer uh, made oh, $57 million in the Holy year Holy cow. So, so somebody's making so tiny, yeah, man. That person who made, uh, let's see, Tyson Fury earned $57 sure. million. Dollars. That so that really lifts up the bottom because you know there's people on the bottom who are not making 37000 No. <laughs> oh. But MMA, MMA fighters oh, are MMA, number sure. nine. Oh. Which are, they're almost double. They're 68000 Oh, geez. So that, that, that's a significantly a lot higher more, They're money. getting a lot more sponsorship money right now for yeah. sure. So. Yep. Yeah, a sponsorship plus a lot more um, exposure. I mean, yep. if you turn on ESPN or whatever, whatever sports, it's more of this than it is of the classic <laughs> boxing. Yeah. Wow, but, crazy. But you did mention uh, race racing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's NASCAR drivers are number eight. Oh, so, okay. Well, there you go. So as a, as a professional league, and you know, you can't just say, "Hey, I'm going to drive NASCAR and just jump on the track." <laughs> I mean, you have you actually have to be qualified. That's right. But for the you know those who are qualified into that league, it's a million bucks. That's oh, not a bad hey. average. Okay, that's not bad. But my hunch is, do you have to share that with your whole team? Yeah, I don't point. know. Mm. Um, an average base salary of two hundred thousand dollars. So, like when you qualify and get into that league, there is a base. Okay. So you so, still okay? Okay. Yeah, that's, that's not fair. bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, golfers, golf or uh, let's see, golf's got to be in the same vein, right? Individual. So golfers, golfers number seven. Got to qualify. Yeah, and so you qualify for the PGA, or you get bought out by the Saudis, and you're part of. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The evil empire and. Uh... <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to try to. So ho this. hockey players are number six. So who do you think number one, oh, two, and three are? Well, baseball, I was thinking, has got to be because they got ridiculous salaries. Some of those guys way up there. Are they number one? Baseball. Baseball number one. You think baseball is number one? Yeah, baseball number I, one. Uh, I'm kind of scrolling down because I don't remember. There we go. Uh, no, I thought, oh, yeah, basketball is number one. Basketball yeah. number one. Yeah. Oh. You know, one of the things to think about a basketball team as opposed mm -hmm. to baseball, football, soccer, but, you know, any of those teams. You've got you got twelve to fifteen people on the yeah. team, yeah, and and so that's a lot of money concentrated to a small group as opposed to sixty or seventy people on a roster for that's a football true. team. Yep, you know that's very true. Um, so basketball is number one, but number two, huh. you already guessed it with baseball. Yeah, baseball. That's kind of I knew I had to be. And there. which reminds me, this week, maybe even today, uh, we might find the destination of Shohei uh, <laughs> uh -huh. where Dude. he's going to go. And, yeah, uh, last we I heard, he's going to go to the Dodgers. He's going to the Dodgers. Yeah, I just wish he could go. To, I wish he could go to Seattle. And there's no way to him. I want him to go to Toronto, baby. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> number number three on this list is Formula One racers, as opposed oh, to NASCAR. I was just lumping yeah. them all together. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, that's right. There is a difference. Soccer internationally, football is number five, and NFL <laughs> comes ah. up to number six. Okay. And it's, I think it's football players. I don't know if it includes Canadian League. Oh, sure. I wonder. Um, 
No, they're looking at just the National Football League. Yeah, because the Canadian Football League, I know, is, is significantly much more realistic numbers <laughs> than, than <laughs> the NFL. Um, so there's a little sports trivia. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. The, the other thing that I'm watching is... Um, scroll up right here. Where's that? There it is. Here's what I'm watching. Um, bracket play for the NCAA volleyball tournament. And so NCAA volleyball, you know, for, for the women, yes. for the women's league has been incredible this year. Mainly because Nebraska started it off with a real bang. Uh, they uh, set record. it up. They set it up and got a nice bump and spike right there, with having ninety-two thousand people show up Ooh. for the first game. So oh, it was crazy. the largest attendance to ever attend a female athletic event oh, of wow. any kind. So... Any kind. Oh, that's crazy. And the the um, uh, the Nebraska stadium. They did it outdoors, and the. I don't know what the Husker Stadium is called, but it their football yeah. their football stadium. It's huge. It seats, I think, eighty three thousand people. Yeah, it's big. But because it's a a volleyball game, they were able to put seats oh. on the, the field. Gotcha. Okay. And so they were able to extend it, but about another ten thousand people. Ooh, that's cool. And so Nebraska finished off the year with the number one seed. Nice. And the other thing that's interesting about, about volleyball, now most of the stuff I know about volleyball is Southern California. That's yeah, right. Especially huge. Stanford has, is huge with you know with volleyball. Oh, yeah. UCLA. And they also are a, a one a one seed. Ooh. But the other teams are Nebraska, Wisconsin, Pitt, hey. and Stanford. And so it's one of those things where you know the, the teams have like burst out of a kind of a regional fad and really – you know, spread across the country. So it's kind of cool. So it's yes, one, one really fun cool. sport to, to keep up with. That's cool. I know uh, Washington State here has a fairly decent uh, women's volleyball. You know, And volleyball they program. played, they won their first game. Yeah, they played, nice. they played Grand Canyon and they're going up against That's right. Dayton. Oh, they're going up against Pitt. So they got, <gasps> they're, they're playing the number one seed. Woo-wee. That yep. game is going to be in two days from now. So, <laughs> yeah, and the Arizona State Sun Devils are going to go up against Stanford. So, <gasps> um, oh, but it's good. just it's just a a fun sport, and it's really good it to is. see it get some yeah. of the limelight that it deserves. Because loving it, yeah. I wish I were a, a good at it. You know, <laughs> it's one of those sports that I'm not allowed to play. I would I fall get, now. I, I I get told you're not you you I got. I was told I'd play, I forgot, Carla's really good at volleyball. Yeah. And she made fun of me the way I played volleyball. So <laughs> I, should, I should get over it because that was probably 35 years ago. I yeah, don't at this point. <laughs> it's, yeah. Move on, so, Craig. It's time to move on. I can still appreciate it. I can still appreciate it. There you go. There you go. Well, hey, sports! So the sports, I, I'm excited. I'm I'm loving the volume. I'm going to pay more close attention now for the uh, tournament. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I, I'm not sure where you can watch it. I always I just check the news. Probably, hopefully, it's on ESPN. But NCAA.com uh, usually 
carries live feeds for many of its games. So nice. Perfection. Okay. So I don't know if there's other cool stuff in sports to talk about. There is always other cool stuff in sports. To well, talk of course. About. Not on but, my mind uh, right now, though. I, we we got a couple of minutes. I'll throw in this one story. I had it last week, and I haven't followed up on it. I haven't heard any more news on it. Yes. But uh, uh, Fleury, did I talk about oh, yeah. his hockey mask? Uh, no, but I read articles about this, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was it was uh, Indigenous Peoples Night at the Minnesota yeah. Wild uh, Hockey Game. Because uh, last month was uh, Native American Heritage Month, right? Correct. Yeah. And and uh, he had a specially crafted uh, hockey mask, uh, mm-hmm. goalie mask. Yes, yes. Yeah, you know, which are also you know incredibly elaborate already. Oh yeah, yes. And this one was designed by a um, indigenous artist from Canada, mm-hmm. and he wore it out of um, to commemorate his his wife, who's uh, indigenous. Oh. And the team, or he was told he would be fined, I think, up to $6,000 for wearing it. Oh, geez. Because you're not allowed to wear anything that kind of got like that's a political right. message or something like that. trying to down on everything. Yeah. Every, that's right. But, but this was even on their Indigenous People's Night. Oh, my god! But he was wearing Indigenous artists' you know, artwork. You know, and it just all seemed to fit the theme, but he wasn't allowed to do it. Oh, my gosh. And so he was threatened that he would be up to like a six thousand dollar fine and that the team would be fined severely and the news at this point is that there has not been a fine at all (gasps) good so the nhl is kind of backing off on that i hope yeah um i i follow uh uh podcast uh the gist of it oh yes which Mm -hmm. is which really focuses primarily on women's sports Mm -hmm. but they also focus on other you know sports leagues and one of the things they continually bring up is how badly behaved uh, the mm-hmm. NHL is in a lot of abuse issues, oh, uh, harassment issues, um, a variety of ethical breaches. Oh, wow. And and so they brought this one up and I haven't heard any follow up news and I've looked online and I haven't found it. If maybe the NHL kind of like pulled their rein, you know, kind of isn't going to do it as much. So anyway, so that was maybe good news that it was cool what Fleury did and the and NHL didn't slap his hand. <laughs> Might have backed off, hopefully. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, right on. Right on. Right on. Speaking of slapping on down fines. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, give give a tent, a tide, just tide. We Craig and I have made a determination for every minute you don't for every episode that you don't listen to our pad podcast you are fined two dollars a month <laughs> and if you listen to every podcast you're fined only a buck you're rewarded you <laughs> you're rewarded by getting to participate in the work by paying two dollars a month yes <laughs> so I, I yesterday i was working on my outline for um the, the next little podcast series I'm working on on yes. on uh, kind of a real yeah, sociology of religion kind of a deal, but looking at you know why why and how are churches holding together? You know what's what's the glue? So yeah, got I've got uh, what I'm looking at is creating about five minute episodes, not much longer than that, and 
just a little tidbit idea, you know, to maybe spark some curiosity. Hopefully not just for preachers, but really I'm thinking of that second level of folks in the church, yes. you know, who work on boards and committees and elders and have responsibilities, but their life is elsewhere, you know, oh, most yeah. of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to know what's going on, what the trends are, and, and maybe some things to become aware of. So I'm really looking at stuff by other sociologists and political scientists. Um, and, uh, you know, one of the things I hope to be able to do with this is um, just provide kind of a language. And then if we get somebody on our podcast, then we can have like uh, Ryan Burge, who's a sociologist in Indiana, but he's also an American Baptist preacher. And he's doing incredible work on church sociology, you know, and, um, you know, I think it would be kind of cool to, you know, find out what he's got to say. Like uh, he just did a, did research on what is the religious makeup of the folks who go to Harvard. It was really surprising. Um, It actually has six times as many Buddhists in its uh, class, in its, uh, you know, in its uh, student uh, composition as any other, uh, uh, college, like well, that's, that's interesting. interesting, and it has half as many Protestants as any other, but like twice as many atheists. Oh wow! You know, and I, but you know, doing that kind of research, and then like, well, what does that mean in the in the church? So I want to be able to get some of that stuff out to talk about, but then we can have some of these folks on, and you and I can talk with them together, perhaps. That'd be fun. I like that. Yeah. Yes, some guests would be great. Well, I don't know, because you and I are doing a great job, just you and me. We are, but, like, but <laughs> break it up a bit with a guest or two. Ra- rather than be guests, uh, rather than be a host, you and I should be co-guests. There you go. Ooh. I could say our guest today is Cody Stauffer. <laughs> and Craig Ferguson. Craig the, <laughs> Craig the, Craig the egg. Craig Ferguson. I haven't thought about that guy for a long time. <laughs> All right. Remember him? I loved him. Yes, I do. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what happened. Like, I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> he faded away. He didn't need to be he around anymore. Away. I guess so. <laughs> All right. So much for our Patreon commercial. Ah, that oh. was good. So. <laughs> oh boy. All right. So we 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 were going to talk. I don't think we even did. We dive into the topic last week about Advent tunes at all. Just just yes, and then you said let's talk about it next week. All right, so let's do it. All right, so first of all, first of all, you can't sing Christmas music in yeah, Advent. You can't; it's not allowed. We will slap you on the wrist with a ruler. Yeah. Ouch! That's violent. <laughs> Metaphorically. Metaphorically. <laughs> so we'll give you a fat, a, a big, mean call out. So that, that reminded me. You know, maybe it won't. I won't talk about it. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, no, I will. There's a there's a great <laughs> image that's making the round on social media of uh, St. Nicholas uh, decking uh, Arius oh. at the Council of Nicaea. Oh, boy. <laughs> and I bet Arius was singing Christmas songs. That's right. Advent, and Santa was dare. not having it. No way. Don't you dare cross St. Nick. So <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, you, you know, I... I I, I had some songs, but I think I want to go with your songs. Oh, because okay. I got because I got let's yours queued up. Oh, well, that's okay. all right. Unless all you right. really want to hear the ones that I queued up. Well, let's see. Let's go with it. Let's see what we got. Let's well, go I'll, alternate. I'll, 
Okay, I'll 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 pull up one of these. Let's see if it'll okay. open up here. Which one are you doing? Which one are you doing? I first am here? doing. Uh, okay, there we go. I paused it. So the one uh, I'm doing yeah. is a. In fact, I didn't even know it until somebody pointed it out in our in our brand new Mennonite hymnal. Yes. The two songs that are sung in this song in this uh, in this piece are actually side by side in our hymnal. Oh. Because it is a thing that people do, and I, it's like I didn't know that trend. Oh, that's a trend I'm getting. There you go. Get behind this it, one. So this idea of mashing this mashup for these two songs, it's like I, like wow, it. I didn't know that was a thing. So it is a Me thing. Neither. I like so. it. And this is by the Hound and the Fox. The Hound and the Fox. What child is this who lay to rest on me? definitely a christmas song but we're trying to learn it as a congregation so that we can sing it at christmas where advent is our practice time that's but a good one it's just so striking how those two tunes Ugh, work yeah. together that's good so Woo! so that's kind of that's that's actually a christmas song but sure. we're doing it during advent <laughs> to be prepared because it's a season that's of preparation right. it is for christmas it fits. Yeah, so, we can make it yeah. work okay yeah I, 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 yeah we'll make it work and so then you've got uh yes which one do you want to let's start first? with joy by tracy thorne even uses one of the advent words if you're doing it properly Oh, so this is the third. <laughs> this is the third sure. song. You've you've got time to get this one into the into that's the. That's right. We're giving you. Right. A, yeah, that's right. We're giving you advance notice. A bit of a heads up. Mm -hmm. When someone very dear 
calls you with the words, everything's all clear. That's what you want to hear. But you know it might be different in the new year. That's why, that's why we hang the lights so high. Joy, 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 joy. You loved it as a kid. So I like there and some of the lines in there, you know, like you loved it as a kid, but now you need it more than you ever did. Yeah. The lights yeah. are high up in the dark. You know, you can't, the, it's almost like you can't separate the two. You have to have the darkness behind the lights hung high to really appreciate the, the spark of light up there. So, yeah. You know, when I was, when I was kidding that up, it's like, uh, who's Tracy Thorne? And then as soon as she started singing, I went, oh, it's everything but the girl. That's right. Uh, yeah. Yep. You know, back back in the new age. I mean, new wave, you know, age. <laughs> and and everything but the girl reunited last year, I think it was, mm-hmm. and put out uh, a new collection. So it's like, yeah, that's cool. Yep. So that's it. Yeah. Uh, that one has meant uh, a little bit to me. So there you go. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So my turn. Here, Here's yep. the other one that we sing during Advent. Let's see if we did it open up oh here we go pause that i should have some sound on (laughs) so this is uh john mark mcmillan and he has uh he released this song on an album um the you know this song it was on an album uh some time ago called baby son And gosh, now that I think about it, this is kind of a Christmas song too. This is not an Advent song. I shouldn't share this one. Hey, I'll share this one later. Make it okay. You can hold yeah, on to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I think part of part of the thing is what what we're doing. The other song that we're singing, we're using as an Advent song. We're actually picking it up like we talked about that that uh, free Advent Christ the King Sunday thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we're carrying it along as a theme through Advent that Ooh. character. Okay. And so. So we'll go with this one. And this one is uh, a song from uh, Common Hymnal. Oh, yeah. And it's one one of their uh, most recent uh, releases. And it's called Humble People. So it's, 
gosh, yeah. Um, I thought it was, you know, we used it on Christ the King, but I think we, you know, we're, we're using it through Advent yeah, as well. Been proud, bring the soul, just so you can be exalted, kind and righteous, Lord. Let's see. You've got. Let's go with uh, first advent. First, yeah, that's such a that's such a on the nose uh, game. <laughs> it is. This is Alana Lewandowski. Lewandowski. Before there were bells to ring, there was a hum. A resonance that gathered and peaked and sang like a bowl for all time. In spacious emptiness, increasing we danced and we flowed in love, in love, and then our love overflowed. Pleased to and 
And if we're living, one day we will die. All of this comes from that resonance, pressed into each particular form, manifesting to touch and Because love overflows. Please. Wow. Yeah, isn't it good? It <laughs> musically, it isn't <laughs> like a Greek Orthodox song hymn, right? Mm -hmm. But topically, it made me think of Greek Orthodox hymns that are yep. these. Kind of profound creedal statements. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that's kind of what I got out of that that lyric. Is this, this is a profound creed here. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I like that it uh you know, Advent, right? I mean, as we we're as even as we talked about this idea of uh of course the coming of the Christ child and looking ahead to the coming again, but also recognizing in the even in the here and now, Christ born god coming breaking through at any all the time every moment but it but it involves we have a part to play where we say we take the risk it's not just a nebulous hum we can make it we can help it take particular form right now yeah, the, yeah. into an over the, into an overflow of the love that's already all around us and now channeling it into particular form right now it sounds like you don't really have to write a sermon. You got it all right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes with music, especially, it's like I like we were talking about preaching earlier. It's like you get so excited and you want to have somebody else go, "Ooh, that was awesome!" And like, yeah, oh, okay, that was a, that was a nice song. Nice. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah, I, I, that's good. I do like the the. I didn't think about the orthodox, but you're right. That's exactly. Like but it a, does have that strong kind of creedal statement mm -hmm, behind it. That's mm -hmm, really cool. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Okay. We don't need to show my other song. I think that's probably good for all right. We could, songs to we, could, we could, we could save some uh, we songs save for another mm -hmm, time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it would be one to share maybe even more closely to Christmas because mine has Christmassy themes as well. But yeah. And uh, yeah, I will make sure to get those links in the um, write up. But yeah show, show notes yeah, show, the notes. show notes show the notes. show notes all right that's just a weird word i think sometimes <laughs> anyway the phrase oh yeah oh okay, yeah so that 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 puts us at the end of our up uh, at the end of our um regularly scheduled broadcast yeah and last time we um talked about we ended with another random question like we began yes. with okay and so we've got up a random question for our conclusion oh. Okay. And I've got two minutes to tell you what job would I be terrible oh. at? Oh, Random question from Sesh. What job would you be terrible at? Oh, boy. Oh, what job? Would, I mean, there's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, I, think, I think probably the worst thing that I could do as far as a job would to be a professional wrestler. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, could you see my 
skinny old body flailing around on a you know on a, you know up there you know somebody grab a folding chair and try to hit me in the back of the head with it yeah you know and yep. you know me climbing up some six foot six 300 pound you know you know mountain of muscle and trying to like grab his head <laughs> um yeah i'd look like a squirrel climbing up a tree kind of a thing and so oh boy i think that would be a job that i would be terrible at uh, yeah I could agree with that. Let's okay, see. Good. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate your confirmation about my in in yeah, you know, what my inability. Yeah. So I don't know. You could uh you could probably do some, you know, pro wrestling is all about some shticks and gimmicks. So maybe I don't know. Be... That large of a crowd, I probably should start preaching, you know. <laughs> that's true. That's what that's what Paul would do, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Don't waste that moment. <laughs> what would i be bad at let's see i the other night i was thinking i would not cut it in a professional restaurant kitchen because when i'm cooking it at home you know i i'm not disciplined enough to like they're tidy you need to keep it nice tight and organized i got pots and pans and things everywhere and and not only that but like you know i'll do this thing where like uh scrape out put in oh lick the spoon you know taste taste the <laughs> taste test the spoon you probably shouldn't be doing that in a professional kitchen you know uh, yeah they, they probably do <laughs> ah, well okay uh, well they shouldn't be yeah <clears throat> or uh you know um well, I, think I mean it's, it's a the high, food I the high stress, good, but yes high exactly of those, it's too like yeah, yeah, exactly. It's too, you know, the chef is like, I mean, you as you as it's presented anyway in most places is very like high strong, demanding, now, now, now. Yeah. Which I get oh. it, right? When I go to a place to eat, I want my of course, I want my, you know, I want it at a timely, prompt fashion. I don't want to wait forever, but uh Yeah. Yeah. Boy, the stress in the back, just constant too. The fact that it's constant, right? When yeah. when I'm at home cooking. I want to savor and enjoy what I'm doing. You can't do that in the back of a of a, no, a kitchen restaurant. I don't think seems like that kitchen. would be a way to destroy one's love of cooking. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. In fact, to... have you seen have you seen the um what is the the menu? Have you seen the menu yet? No. What is that? Okay, so the menu is you know the film company A twenty four. They're kind of a hot hot commodity these days in filmmaking. I do not. <laughs> oh man. So they've only I can't remember they're not they don't do a lot of films but they so they specifically do a small batch but they are very good. You know, they put a lot of work and detail into it. So their most famous one to date is probably Everything Everywhere All at Once. That movie yeah, you probably oh, heard of that. Yeah, I just yeah, looked yeah, them yeah. up and it's like, oh yeah, they've got a lot of great films. They do. But they're one of them, they've and some and TV shows too. But uh the one of them is called The Menu. And that it's all about that. How essentially this he's the top of the line chef, impeccable, credentials outstanding. But somewhere he lost his love of 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 the craft and the the uh just how that the obsession part of it was still there right 
The love oh, was not. Oh, and so the it, obsession turned it into a horror, turns it into a horror. And it actually is a horror film, but it's really, <laughs> yeah, but it's really good. It's really good. Oh, it's that sounds really terrible. Good. It's good though. I don't, really I don't want a horror film about a chef. <laughs> I mean, that just doesn't, there's so many ways that that could go wrong. <laughs> oh. Well, anyway, so there you go. All I right. want to be a good, good chef. <laughs> oh, all right. So enough for today. We got another one in the bag, baby. We do. We do. So um, next week, yeah, let's continue talking about music and okay. Christmas, Christmas Advent and Advent Christmas music. There you go. We're far enough well, along now. We could probably start talking about Christmas. Yeah, I think so. So we can also like, because that's, that's not far away. Nope. Nope. It's too soon. <sighs> we yeah. need more longing, waiting, and expectation. So Advent will start six weeks early next year. And so there you we'll go. Do more, more waiting, <laughs> a season, a longer season of waiting. That's right. All right. Well, we'll call this one a done deal. And voila. Mwah. Chef's kiss to this episode. Right voila. about now. Any other words before I voila. stop? But oh, voila. Oh, it's, yeah, it fits with the whole chef. That's stick. right. There we go. All right. <laughs>